social media at Matteo Grosso Coach. Given family and chosen family. The family we are born with and the family we choose to be with. I started to elaborate this concept more than two months ago while I was still in Dublin with my friend Daniel. But since this is a very delicate topic, it took me a while to prepare the episode. What is your given family? With given family, I refer to your blood relatives, such as your parents, grandparents, siblings, and cousins. But also, I refer to the friends you never chose. The friends you have simply because you were born in a town. You went to the only elementary school in the town, and you met other children. Of course, when you are six years old, you do not exactly choose your friends, do you? And these friends become part of your given family. Now the chosen family. This is the interesting piece. I changed 15 houses in my life and I realized something very interesting. I could choose to stay in touch with some friends and to not nurture the relationship with others. In other words, I could start building a chosen family. A family of people who were in my life because I wanted them in my life. Starting my business has been incredibly difficult. And one of the most painful realizations I've had is that some people in my family and in my circle of friends did not support me. I felt like a lone wolf at times, very much misunderstood in his willingness to to give a contribution to the world and rewriting the script of my life. But why does it hurt when your given family does not support you? Let me ask you a question. What are, in your opinion, the two innate fears of all the human beings on this planet? Maybe the fear of public speaking? Maybe the fear of judgment? Of abandonment? Of confrontation? Of being perfect? Maybe the fear of failure or the fear of success? Nope. We were all born with only two fears. Every human being, every human being on this planet was born with two fears. The fear of loud noises. I know, this is pretty strange. (laughs) And the fear of falling. These are the only two fears which are common to every human being on this planet. You may ask, so why am I afraid of failure? Because someone passed their fears down to you. It could be your parents, it could be your grandparents, it can be your friends. But someone had this fear and they passed it on to you. 
Every fear you have is a learned fear. And in particular, studies show, and this is even more interesting in my opinion, that there are two main fears that all human beings develop over the course of their lives. The fear of not being loved and the fear of not being enough. This already explains why it is painful when your given family does not support you, right? You do not feel loved. And you also understand that true love should not have any conditions. If your parents only love you if you do what they expect you to do, that is not real love. The same rationale applies to relationships. If you love someone, if they behave, if they dress in a certain way or if they do something for you, well, that's not love. That is called control and it's the basis for a toxic relationship. Unfortunately, our parents will always try to control their children in some sort of ways. And there are two main strategies, two main instruments of control that they will use. The shame and the guilt. For instance, oh, why are you wearing this? You should be ashamed of going out like that. Or um, when you do this, you make me feel so sad. Hearing that, of course, makes you feel guilty, right? So I will record an episode where I explain more of what happened when I told my family about my business idea, but I'm not ready yet. I'm still processing, it still hurts. What I can tell you is this, the people closest to you are the late adopters, okay? Your given family are your late adopters. They will criticize you, they will tell you some horrible things because they associate being self-employed with being poor and they do not want that for you. They hurt you because they love you. It's, a, it's an oxymoron, but it's true. I remember I once asked my mom, and I encourage you just to ask this to, to your parents and see what they answer. Would you prefer me flying low in the city like a pigeon or high in the skies in the storm like an eagle? Okay. When I asked my mom, she, she hesitated, but I knew the answer. Your family wants peace of mind for you and even more for themselves. They are afraid that you little pigeon might be eaten by the eagles or might die in the storm, right? But what if, and I'm not saying it's the case, but I'm just opening the possibility here. What if you became an eagle? Or even more, even better, what if you had always been an eagle and you were just flying low because that's what everyone around you told you to? See, after the critics, your given family will reach a point where they develop some trust. Your family will tell you, just do your thing, you, you know what you're doing. They will not understand it, but they will support you. Okay? It might take years, so <laughs> be prepared for the lack of love, okay? Now, what about the people in your life? How do the people in your life react when you tell them about your entrepreneurial efforts? Or simply, let's say, when you tell them about, let's say, good news or something beautiful which is happening in your life or something you're trying to accomplish, okay? It doesn't have to be entrepreneurship. 
to understand this, we need to add another piece of knowledge. The difference between takers, matchers and givers. Do you know this difference? If you don't, you will find this interesting. So in his book, Give and Take, psychologist and Wharton's top rated professor, Adam Grant, I think you might know him because he often publishes on LinkedIn, etc. So he wrote a book, right? Give and Take. And uh, he divides people into three groups. Of course, it is a generalization, right? We all have all the three traits, but um, psychologists and uh, always need to try to divide, put people into boxes to find some differences, some main differences. Takers, givers and matchers. And he explains, I'm quoting Adam Grant here, whereas takers strive to get as much as possible from others and matchers aim to trade evenly, givers are the rare breed of people who contribute to others without expecting anything in return. Okay. Since this topic is incredibly interesting, I will have a full episode on this. But today I want to reflect with you on what kind of person are you? And number two, what kind of people do you have in your life? You see, takers do not care about you. They care about themselves. They care a lot about themselves. And be careful because this not, does not mean they do not appreciate you. This does not mean that they wish you all the very best. This doesn't mean that they hate you. Nothing like that. They simply focus on what they can take, on what can benefit them. I've ha I have some of these people in my life. I can give an example. In particular, I recently helped two friends who are today very successful, quite successful entrepreneurs. And when I launched my business, I asked them for some help in return. And guess what? One avoided the topic completely. And the other one told me, I'm not successful enough to do some sort of collaboration. Why this person, I'm not even saying like the gender, right? Was one year ago where, I'm, where I am right now. But it was a great lesson. Never expect anything from a taker. Okay. Now, what about matchers? Matchers give if they see an opportunity. They are rather opportunistic. They give on a condition they will get something back. And you might say, well, at least they give something, right? But from experience, and this is also very interesting to me, I noticed that some people prefer takers to matchers because takers are easily predictable while matchers aren't. Because at least takers are not shady. They're not fake. Right? This is so interesting to me because some people might prefer someone who is kind of a genuine asshole, okay, who is a jerk, 
but at least he's, he or she is genuine about it, to someone who is ambiguous, difficult to read. You never know how uh, they, they will behave. It's, it's not predictable. That is how much people like genuineness and honesty and how important it is to develop those qualities, right? It seems like people want to predict some behavior or something like this, or at least they say, yeah, he's a jerk. At least I know, right? But this person, I never know if they're helping me because they want something back and I don't like it. I don't like it. I smell some fake here, right? And I don't like that. And finally, there are givers. Givers give, okay? <laughs> Easy as that. And I know what you may be thinking. I am a giver. I am an amazing human being. And my question to you is, are you a true giver? Right? Let me ask you, how many times did you do something for others and you were disappointed because they did not do something in return? Right? You gave them your 100% and when the time came, they gave you their 20%. How many times you had an expectation of other people? It can be something simple, such as uh, giving a gift to your friend and the latter does not reciprocate, or, you know, washing the dishes for your girlfriend and your girlfriend does not clean the floor, right? You might have, you might have uh, some sort of expectation. What I'm trying to say here is that all of us are or have been in the past matchers in some circumstances. Every time you do something and you get upset because you're not receiving anything in return, you are not a giver, you are a matcher. So if you want, for instance, a successful relationship right, with people, try to trade expectations for appreciation and you will see how your life changes try to become a true giver it is a great feeling but it requires a lot of work right i used to think oh i'm a fantastic giver but then i realized i was upset because people were not helping me and i was like wait so i'm not a giver i'm a matcher right or even worse am i a taker right so it's a it's a working project progress of course right so when you start moving in a direction with the focus and intensity, you will realize that some people in your given family you thought would be on your side are not really on your side. Many people will try to block your vision. And here is what we did with my friend Anil. We wrote on the whiteboard, you block my vision, I block you. We made a promise to each other that we would never allow anyone, not even ourselves, to stand between us and our vision. So ask yourself, who are the people you want to keep in your life? You want people who support you. Who is your chosen, what is your chosen family, right? What's your cho uh, chosen family, sorry. You want people who support you. People who love you. People who demonstrate their love with actions every time you need. Actions, not words, right? Actions always speak louder than words. 
it often happens that um, when people invite me over for dinner, for instance, they ask me, hey, Matteo, bring some friends. And it's funny because sometimes I think that they're more interested in my friends than me. <laughs> but to me, there is no greater compliment. I'll proudly say that I have the best friends because I chose them and they chose me. We handpicked each other throughout the years, one by one. My given family were bullies. Bullies who threw five crackers in the train. People who went to jail because they employed children to sell drugs. That was my given family. And my parents were worried because I am a very fast learner and I adapt quickly. I'm like a sponge, right? And my parents were afraid I would take a wrong turn at some point. What I realized, however, was that if I chose the right people in my life, I could accelerate my growth. Okay? I knew that if I choose the right people, I can accelerate my growth. I could have completely changed my life. And so it was. I'm incredibly grateful to my chosen family because they saw the light in myself when I didn't see it. Sometimes I didn't see the, life, the, the light in myself. But my family, my chosen family saw it. So let me ask you, who saw the light in yourself when no one else saw it? That's a very important question you can ask yourself. Who saw the light in yourself when no one else seems to see it? Will Smith said, set your life on fire and seek those who fan your flames. And I wanted to bring this to, to quote Will Smith here because I think what he said is amazing. He said, don't be hanging with no junk as jokers that don't help you shine. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. There has been very few times in my life that I looked left, I looked right, says Will Smith, and I didn't find a person who believed and supported, who didn't believe and supported me. There has always been a person next to me fanning my flames. And Will Smith says, look at your last five text messages. Are those people feeding your flames or dousing your fire? Look around you. Are the people around you throwing logs on your fire or are they pissing on it? The people you spend time with are going to make or break your dreams. Everybody don't deserve to be around you. You have got to defend your light with your life. And I wanted to quote this because I think that there is no better way of putting this. The people you spend time with make or break your dreams. And sometimes we have people around us who do not feed our flame. Okay? So my invitation is to make a list. Get clear on who are the people in your life who are fanning your flames. Send them a text to thank them. And make sure that this beautiful relationship is nurtured in the years ahead. I do it twice a year with some of my closest friends and I can tell you it is worth your time and effort because having great people in your life will make your life joyful and worth living. Okay? 
So that's what I've got for today's episode. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who could benefit. And if you could share it in your Instagram stories and tag me, Matogrosso Coach, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you. We will do it. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. I appreciate you. And I hope you have an amazing day.